Hey guys, it's Wednesday, May 29th. So for today's episode, Michael Nye joins me as a guest to discuss uh, crypto and AR and VR and crypto education. He's the host of the Evolvement podcast, which is growing very fast, and it went really well. So hope you guys enjoy. This is the Blockhash Podcast. All right, we're live. Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. How's it going? Good, excellent. You're in Bulgaria, right? Yeah, man. Just landed in Bulgaria last night and uh, just walked around today. It's pretty cool. Very sweet. I haven't been out that far east. I usually travel down south. What's the weather like? Uh, it's fucking beautiful right now. Uh, it's a little cloudy, but it's, it's pretty damn nice. Good, good. Glad to hear, man. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I just kind of want to get your thoughts on a few things. Um, I have a lot of people that listen to my show in general that are students, um, a lot of students from the Claremont Colleges where I went to college a few years back. Kind of want to get your opinion on AR and VR and crypto, how students can kind of find better education since you kind of are an educator with your podcast and everything. And then um, kind of your background, how you got into crypto. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got into crypto. I first originally uh, learned about Bitcoin and, and, and purchased my first Bitcoin back in like 2012 or 2013. Um, but it wasn't anything serious. I was just learning about it in college and, and messing around with it a little bit. And um, later on, I, I took a few years off. I learned a little bit about Litecoin, like 2013, 2014 timeframe. And then later on, uh, in like 2000, middle of 2017, my buddy hit me up. He was like, yo, you got to check out crypto, man. And uh, I, I'd been doing like tech things like in the past, I'd made a couple mobile apps. I ran a couple mobile app companies and things like that and um, had a really good time with it. It was a lot of fun, really interesting. So the as soon as I heard about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and specifically as soon as I heard about like the the ethos behind it, you know, like the, the ethics and, and the belief system of uh, of what it was about and, and the purpose of, of what was being created within this community. Uh, I got super excited. I got super excited. And um, yeah, just fell in love with it, started trading, made made uh, made some good trades. And and uh, and then right after I made some good trades, I, I really asked myself, like, what, what do I want to do here? And that's like really when I started to, to, to dedicate my time and my energy to like uh, learning as much as possible, uh, educating as much as possible uh, and, and just building cool shit. man. that's that's the goal. Man, that's awesome. What what apps were you working on? Uh, the first app I built was called Social Link, and uh, it was really fun. It was a cool little app. It was it was pretty much an app for uh, for networking purposes for social connectors. So uh, if you meet someone in person for the first time, the app would allow you to become friends on all social media platforms with the click of a button. And um, and yeah, so I ran that app for a little while, and it was it was it was really interesting and had a good time with it. I learned a lot. It was cool. Oh, that's a sweet app. I, I need to look that one up. Yeah, that'd be so helpful yeah, to just I, have everything kind of connect, right? Right. Yeah, I sold it to some dude in like 2014. Um, and and I don't know what he's done with it. I don't even know if he's kept it up or if, if things are things are even progressing with it. I haven't heard much about it. So I don't even know if it's still working. Um, but it was super fun to make. Yeah, I'll have to definitely dig into that and see if I can find it. That's awesome. So with your, um, your Evolvement podcast, when did you start that up? Uh, I just recently started it, man. I started it like middle of January, about um, almost six months ago now. Um, and 
yeah, just just started up just uh, specifically because I wanted to. I had a had a decent sized audience online, and I wanted to bring more educational content to them. But I also wanted to like learn more myself. I realized that I didn't I didn't know enough about what uh, I was talking about. Um, to be hundred percent honest, I didn't know the in depth knowledge that that a lot of people have. And um, while I knew surface things, and and I I knew that I was able to 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 like understand the basics of how things worked i felt like if i was going to get deeper in the industry and and get more involved with what was going on i wanted to learn as much as possible on a, on a really deep level um so that's really why i started the podcast was really just to educate myself and and, and also to share that education with the people around me yeah starting podcasts definitely helps educate you so much research and thought that has to go into it. it's a great way to kind of force yourself more into the industry i can kind of understand from your perspective, I, mine started up the beginning of the year as well. So I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, it's been on the shelf for a while, but yeah, I kind of understand where you're coming from with that. You've had a lot of really cool guests on so far too. I, I went through a few of the episodes and actually really liked the Crypto Tax Girl one. I just listened to that one last night. That one was really good as well. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. What is your plan with the podcast going forward? Is it something that you're going to continue expanding on in terms of uh, what you talk about with crypto and blockchain, or are you going to keep it kind of niche where it is? No, no, it'll evolve eventually. Uh, I wanted to encompass uh, all all new futuristic technologies in the uh, in in uh, in time. You know, um, I wanted to cover AR, VR, AI, all that good stuff, spatial computing, all that stuff. Um, but for now, this is where my focus is, you know, I'm really focused on learning as much as I can in this industry. And, and as, as time evolves, I'm sure it'll expand to other areas. Yeah, I'm sure it'll naturally expand into AR and VR because crypto kind of really does play into that industry as well. And on your Twitter account, you say you're very fascinated in AR and VR. What, what about it fascinates you? Uh, I really think it's the future. You know, I really think that we're going to be interacting with reality on a different level in the future. Uh, there's going to be multiple layers of reality that we have the capacity to interact with. And I think AR specifically, as well as VR, is going to help uh, help with that, uh, with that engagement and, and with that uh, ability to interact with, with our surroundings and things around us. Right. That's, that's totally key, too. And do you, how do you see crypto playing into that? as being um, a medium uh, for digital money in a virtual world? Well, I think digital money is like part of it. Um, and, and I think that's like a, uh, an interesting possibility is, is uh, really it's, it's going to be pretty fucking easy to run around with, with, uh, with Bitcoin or whatever digital currency is, is, is relevant in 10, 15, 30 years, whatever, uh, when all this stuff really gets adopted. But I'm also like really interested in how like blockchain and, and NFTs specifically play a role in it, you know, non-fungible tokens. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see, I think like, uh, spe specifically with like AR, um, and VR as well. Like I think in VR, there's going to be virtual worlds, like the central lands building where, um, you'll be able to buy parcels of land, literally exactly like the central lands doing. I think they're doing a great job of it. 
Um, you'll be, be able to buy land. You'll be able to buy all these different things. Uh, and it'll be unique to you based on your non-fungible tokens. And I think like in, in AR, it's going to be very similar. Uh, but you're going to like walk around and imagine like you're like a 15 year old who loves Pokemon. You can have your Pokemon cards that are, are, are digitally uh, uh, and uniquely stored on the blockchain via NFTs and utilizing NFTs. And you can trade those like with people around you and the card will be uh, not just a card, but it'll be interactable. You know, um, you'll be able to uh, have it kind of like pop up on your, your phone or whatever device that you have in the future. And, and, and it'll be uh, kind of fun and kind of cool like that. Yeah. The, yeah, I spent a lot of time browsing through those Ethereum dApps and there's quite a lot of them. And um, there's a few of them that look like they'll have, um, a lot of impact on the VR industry as well, uh, like Decentraland, for example, even though they haven't like fully launched yet, um, or like CryptoVoxels, where I spent a lot of time. Have you heard of that one yet? No, not yet. Yeah, CryptoVoxels is pretty cool because it's already launched and you can walk around and interact and and build on the blockchain. Um, and you can even put your NFTs in there as well. It, it's kind of it's a lot like what Decentraland is trying to do um but they're more it's kind of like a minecraft sort of vibe when you're in it um but yeah i highly recommend you check that one out if you like vr damn all right cool i'll check it out for sure so are you have you also considered doing like meetups and vr as well because i know i've done a few in the past um, and I know that they're starting to grow in popularity, at least on the Oculus platform. Yeah, I actually host weekly meetups all revolved around cryptocurrency and teaching people about cryptocurrency um, every single week, every single Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, it's pretty fun, man. It's pretty cool. I do that do that weekly with a couple guys and, and we host them in virtual reality and have discussions with people about uh yeah really like the the key things that are going on in in, in bitcoin blockchain etc cetera, etc cetera. oh that's awesome what, what were the day and times on that uh every thursday at 5 p.m eastern standard or pacific standard time um and we do we host them in alt space so alt space is accessible through uh your oculus i think through other vr headsets it's accessible as well uh you can access it via computer or via a smartphone uh, if you have one as well, so it 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 it, it has multiple different uh, abilities to be accessed. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Alt Space. I'm on there every once in a while as well. Um, yeah, I'll definitely drop in on one of those meetups that you guys are having. That'd be fun. I, so I always feel very engaged in VR when I'm when I'm doing that because you're so locked into one specific place and your peripheral is just gone, and you're. And the conversations are great because you can use your hand gestures and you can interact with people. So, yeah, it's exciting where VR is going. Yeah, it's really exciting, man. It's really exciting. I think it's the future. Um, I'm I'm excited to to play around with it and, and and hopefully build some cool stuff within it. Do you think that Facebook has too much of a grip on VR in terms of as a platform? I know it's like super super early, um, and they really haven't had any competition develop outside of oculus um but because they've done so well do you think that it is a good thing or a negative thing that they're basically the ones shaping the industry right now um i don't really know man i think it's too early to tell to be honest with you right um and it all depends on on the way that society and and users push facebook you know if if, if push if 
if we as users don't push Facebook to better utilize data and, and make privacy more of a priority, uh, then it's going to be a huge, huge problem in, in uh, the VR space. Um, but if, if we do, then who knows? Maybe it could be a good catalyst. Yeah, I think it's too early to tell. Yeah, I think that's going to be the tough juggling act is balancing that privacy because, I mean, everything is com- in a way completely surveilled in VR um, because it's all computer generated anyways and everything you say and everything you talk about um, with whoever and because Facebook's such a big platform and they have a very um, complicated history with that, obviously. But yeah, hope- hopefully other platforms branch out and everything give people more options. It'd be cool to actually be able to walk around in Decentraland and interact that way. And maybe on the blockchain, we'll give people more privacy as well. So you're back to your podcast really quickly. Um, it's, it's really good. And it's been a really good first step, um, in my opinion, for uh, people that aren't as educated to learn about crypto. I've had um, my friends listen to it as well. And I listen to it a little bit now in my spare time. But it's in terms of education, it's really it's really good. How do you think that the blockchain industry can improve on putting out education for people that are looking to get more involved with it? That's a good question, man. Um, I, th- I mean, education is literally like the most important thing, in my opinion, like literally the most important thing that we can do right now. Um, <clears throat> the more we can educate people, the easier that they can f- and the more comfortable that they can feel when they enter into like the industry, whether it's from a tech side, whether it's from uh, uh, just an understanding side, whether it's from usage, whether it's from investing, whatever it is, I think education is the most important part. And the crazy thing is we is we have a lot of educators, right? We have a lot of people that are building content and educational content around this topic, which I think is really, really beneficial and it's really positive. But at the same time, uh, we're kind of also in an, in a, in an echo chamber, right? Uh, we're, we're kind of in this situation where we have all of these content creators, uh, but everybody's kind of just talking to themselves. No one's really like struck it like really well with an external community that's outside of Bitcoin and outside of cryptocurrency. Um, so I think that's, that's really uh, the goal to see is if, if something like that can occur and, and see when it can occur. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, as the, the educational content is, is, is always a positive thing. I think that's what we need more of in, uh, in, in the future and now. Yeah, the educational content is definitely an important bridge to get people that don't understand anything about blockchain or crypto, the ordinary average person into crypto, and to actually get the industry more mainstream and used on a more daily basis. But the educational institutions that we have today, a lot of the schools, especially in the U.S., are they aren't providing a lot of information. And yeah, the industry is really early, but I mean, you could also argue Bitcoin's been around for 10 years and it's, and it's developed a lot. And it's pushed a lot of innovation as well um, in fintech. And a lot of the universities and schools, they don't really have any, most of them don't have any courses uh, to get you into that space. You have to take uh, coding classes or you have to take, you have to focus on computer science to get into that industry, but they don't have like specific tracks to get you into the industry. Do you think it's something that universities will be able to effectively tackle to provide uh, that type of education? Or is it something do you think will be more 
uh, niche like and will be like offered in terms of like a nano degree online uh, through like an online course? Um, I have no idea, man. I'm sure there's going to be multiple different um, ways that, that it all unfolds and it all functions. I'm, 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 I don't think there's like one specific way that is going to be the right way. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, I feel you on that. It's again, it's really early to kind of uh, have any idea exactly how it's going to unfold. But yeah, education is definitely important in terms of or breaking it down for people, making it more simple and um, understandable for the average person. Yeah, it's, it's super important. Yeah, definitely. Um, but is there anything you wanted to share about what you're doing or anything you have coming up um, or any where you're going to be talking or if you have any cool episodes coming up on your podcast? Um, what do you want to share with um, the people that are going to be listening? Yeah, man. Um, first off, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for working with the time zone. I'm out of here in, in, in Eastern Europe and it's, it's, uh, it's a different time zone, but I'm glad that we got to jump on. Um, besides that, I, I, I think just check out the podcast, you know, I've got a lot of really cool guests coming on soon. Uh, I'll have Tim Draper on in the next couple, like probably next month or two, uh, a couple other big guys coming on. Um, and yeah, excited to, to just share more content, man, create as much as possible and, uh, and keep, keep the train rolling. Awesome, man. Looking forward to it and looking forward to the podcast as well. And Thanks for coming on and making it work and everything. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Have a good rest of your day. All right. You too, man.